0: stories of chains broken and hearts restored here are your hosts jim moore and pastor dwight anderson welcome to prison transformation radio on am980 the mission we are the twin cities christian voice this program we're going to be providing coaching for you on becoming a most valued employee and joining us is pia Her and jeff otto of pallet recycling Jeff's kind of famous. He was on the show before. <laughs> not really, but he did. Uh, Jeff Otto, the owner, did a podcast. Was it Pastor Dwight? A month or so ago. Yeah. But it's on the yes. page. Mm-hmm. And it was basically coaching from an employer on how not to just get a job, how to keep a job, how to mm-hmm. advance, what are employers looking for. And it ain't rocket science, but there's a couple of key things. So Pia Her is a most valued employee. So he's joining us today to kind of give an employee's perspective. And most of us have colorful history. So, you know, it it wasn't easy. But once you get in, what are two or three things that you focus on? So if you're a loved one of someone who's coming out of prison or coming out of treatment, um, please have them check out the podcast of this if they're not listening. Pastor, uh, folks in churches, we want these podcasts to be tools for you to share with people. Um, Also want to thank our sponsor, Pastor Dwight, Midwest Mentoring Collaborative, mm-hmm. which is doing some wonderful things too, raising up mentors, helping probation officers and caseworkers uh, work with their clients on really critical issues that people coming out of treatment in prison face. Uh, last year, it was on dealing with trauma, which is something that's at the heart of the soul of, of most of the challenges people have. This year, overcoming poverty, So we're not going to deal with poverty totally, but uh, I think we talked about it before, Pastor, and you know, there's concrete prisons, there's a prison of addiction, mm-hmm. but there's a mental, emotional prison of poverty too.
1: Right. Working, per, working poverty. Working yeah.
0: po- work yeah. poor, yes. generational poverty, self-worth kind of issues. Right. And so again, that's what the Midwest Mentoring Collaborative does It provides really high quality training and at the end of the show, we'll let you know what some coming, mm-hmm. upcoming workshops are. So, yeah. um, hello, Pastor Dwight. My name, by the way, is yes. Jim Moore. <laughs> I'm uh, with the director of the R3 Collaborative. And Pastor Dwight with Prison Mission Association. How goes life in
1: prison, Pastor? Yeah, it's been been really good, (laughs) actually. (laughs) He comes comes and goes. Yeah, he comes and goes. But no, it's been really good. I've been in like four prisons in the last two weeks. Wow. And uh, this Sunday I'll be preaching at Bethesda Church. And then I'll be in Rush City on June 25th is the next. Prison trans- you Doing your Johnny Cash. You've, yeah, I've been
0: everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> you've been everywhere.
1: I, I do. I still do
0: a lot of work with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge with clients on aftercare, and I always tell them, I don't. You know, I, I love Teen Challenge. I haven't left in, after ten years, but I don't sleep there no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But but I I haven't stopped the work. So That's right. so anyway, I want to welcome you guys. We're wish y'all could be in the studio sometimes to see folks, mm-hmm. you know, just their their eyes and hearts for us. So, again, Pia Her, our most valued employee, and Jeff Otto is the owner of Pallet Recycling. So, you guys want to say hi? Hi. Hello. Well, there you go. There yeah, you go. Welcome. So, uh, Jeff, I told you in advance, this is Pia's show. No, but cool. thank you. Yeah, I know. You're, you're so gracious. But I thank you for being here and support. But I'm going to ask you to bookend it a little bit. And uh, probably folks haven't heard your original show. So um, if you just take a couple of minutes, and just two questions I had when I was thinking about this. One is, uh, I know you're a business person, and I know business is business, and there's business drivers, but you're involved with the Midwest Mentoring Collaborative yeah. and other things. Why do you have such a heart for us? I mean, us, Pia. You know, <laughs> people who are working to turn our lives around, but... They don't you know, there's trust and there's issues, but you got a heart for us. Why why?
2: Uh well as I told you before, <clears throat> excuse me, uh I'm myself an alcoholic with Yeah a number of years of sobriety. So mm-hmm. I can relate in that direction, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh but I like people. And yeah, so, you know, you we, we, we hire people and I get involved with them and become relationships with them and I care about them. Yeah. Uh so um it's a business reason as well. You know, we need employees, mm-hmm. and in the last few years, it's been very difficult to find unskilled labor, and so one of the areas and avenues to do that is people in reentry and recovery, mm-hmm. and so that's the area that we've, and that's what I got to meet you, Jim, on, yeah. through the R three and those and things, a work, John Henderson and people like that, yeah. to, to, and Stan Hill is going to be your next guest, you know, to help bring the employees to us.
1: Mm-hmm. Once
2: we have them, then we do our best as non-professionals to become involved with them and help them and be supportive you know and mm-hmm. uh it doesn't always work out but we've had a lot of a lot of wonderful plays that come along the way and, and moved on to better things than what we can offer and then also have stayed with us and moved on with us
0: have you found and not with everyone but that people that are trying to rebuild their lives can be anyway especially motivated I guess it's it's hard to be. Well, I'm I'm just thinking, what I often found in Teen Challenge is with these men and women, here they've been in Teen Challenge for one to two years. They've got their kids back. They're restoring their lives. And they've got one to two years of sobriety. I guess if you're in prison, you got some sobriety being behind bars. And highly motivated. And I remember one employer said, I'd rather bet on them than sometimes people right off the street. You, but have yeah. you seen that most of us are trying, yes. Jeff?
2: My wife, Judy, in fact, yeah. has said now she hires the people. She mm. owns 99% of our company. Mm. Um, I'm kind of the front guy. You know, I'm out there <laughs> 1%. Oh, oh. meeting people oh. like Stan. Yeah. So, um, but she told me recently that she would rather manage the people that we have in, in recovery and reentry than the than the average guy off the street. Mm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I, and, and so we know that there's employers listening, as we mentioned, pastors and other folks, but know that, know that folks there's out there, and again, we want to give you a little coaching on, on how to get through that doorway. Mm-hmm. And getting a minimum wage job is pretty easy nowadays, but keeping it, advancing mm-hmm. in it, getting a promotion, just before Pia tells his perspective, what are a couple of things you look for, Jeff? When you got somebody the first week or yeah. two, because I know you're watching yeah. them, we
2: are, and <clears throat> I'm not on the floor all the time and whatnot. So, but it's off very often. In the first couple of weeks, we hear people saying, "Oh, we got a good one." You know, this uh-huh. one, is, and it's mm-hmm. usually they mm-hmm. stick a task, they show up on time, um, you know, those kinds of things, and um, so it's it's the what you've said before, it's the fundamentals, the yeah. basics, but they're so well forgotten by so many people mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. They are. I, I've heard you say it before, Jim, it would be a shocker to have somebody come in and check in 10 minutes early instead of 10 minutes late.
0: Yeah. You know, I've. Yeah. That was part of my, my recovery was to, if I remember I was, I, my, my son's little league coach mm-hmm. told the boys one day, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. Right. And I said, that is such a, simple powerful idea Mm. but it it kind of freaks people out because everybody i'm sorry man i guess you know come Mm. on man i just tried trying to get here you know and but let's be early folks so those are the things and then um attention to detail i guess doing things and uh pio we've had a chance to talk before over Mm. at pallet recycling and i was really listening to those things that you talked about Mm -hmm. and uh, he also described to us folks the what what was going on inside of him that first couple of weeks? So we're going to get into that. But the same kind of personal question for you, because mm-hmm. you've taken time off work to come down here. Uh, you're you're a leader at that place, both yeah. professionally, but seems personally too. Right? Why do you why do you come down? Why do you care about us, man? Well, you, why you got such a heart for us? I, us, you. I mean, those of us in recovery and reentry.
3: Well, I mean, we all face our own problems and. At the end of the day, we're all the same. Yeah. So no matter what problems we face, we're all the same.
0: And and you've kind of have your experience as well. Of course. Yeah. So yes. you, so you are one of us. Yeah. I guess is that yes. kind of yep. thing.
1: If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association, and we come to you on AM 980, The Mission. The Twin Cities Christian Voice broadcasts every Saturday at 1 p.m. Today, you're listening to Providing Coaching on Becoming a Most Valued Employee with Pia and Jeff Otto of Pallet Recycling. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Pia, we love to hear stories of life's transformed stories. Mm -hmm. So share with us a little bit about your backstory. What was your previous life like? and? And what was the turning point, you know, that was create that created this new life? You know, can you tell us a little bit? Yeah, about
3: feel this? free to share your deepest innermost feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'm half serious, <laughs> no, but please. I mean, uh, growing up, um, I was uh, running with the wrong crowd, yeah. um, doing things that a normal person wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, due to addiction or due to trying to act tough for friends, so-called friends. Um, It led me down a road where it put me in situations where I had to face those situations alone. Hmm. And that's being incarcerated being in prison mm-hmm. so the so-called friends right, right. They kind of fade away when right. everything hits the fan right. so to speak. right because being incarcerated in prison you would think that your friends or your buddy buddies would be there for you to help support you yeah but they don't hmm. so what i said is uh i face it by myself and while going through it myself I understand that I had to do something in my life to prepare me for a, my release date to mm-hmm. become a better individual for myself and for those I love and care for. Because mm-hmm. if I can't do it for myself first, how am I able mm-hmm. to do it for those that I care about? Right. So that's— yeah, put um, your
0: oxygen mask on first is what they always say on the Right, airlines. right.
3: Because yeah. yeah. if I don't succeed, no one around me, around me will succeed. Yeah. And uh, I like I, I want to succeed. So you actually you started the process long
0: before getting out, correct? Because I know there are things aftercare services and treatment, and you got case workers and resources. Correct. So you took advantage of those things, right? While you were still there,
3: but there's also twists to that where yeah. a lot of the things that you do want them to work out for you it really doesn't work out for you I've heard that yeah coming out of treatment too. right so in my eyes I just like to just go off on my own and do what is best for myself yeah so so you,
0: you kind of took a person I guess what initiative Jeff mm-hmm. or responsibility yeah. which sounds like you took that into your job too right but before we get into the job and the coaching what was it like because I, you know, people listening in, and they got loved ones who are going through this. What was it like before you pa- found pallet recycling? from the oh. release date to pallet recycling, just help people understand what someone goes through right, right. before they do get a foot in the door.
3: Well, upon my release date, before prior to my release date, I had hope of going out, getting a job right off the bat based off of all the things and all the programs that I was doing prior to being released and after release that wasn't what I was expecting you know it so there was, were surprises right came, yeah. i came out you know hoping that i was going to get a job right away but it wasn't the case everywhere you went uh, oh. all i thought about was all oh, They're going to ask that question, are are you a felony? Mm -hmm. So even though they banned the box on the app, it's still maybe one of the first questions in the interview. right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, me as an individual, answering that question is being honest, but at the same time, it's scary. Yeah. Because you're telling them the truth, but at the same time, it's a matter of they're going to accept you for who you used to be and for who you are now as an individual.
0: So a little coaching on that mm-hmm. for somebody who's who, a man or a woman. Right. How did you approach that in the job interview? Or, or how do you wish you would have approached it? Or, or what suggestions do you have for people? Because we got to learn to be honest, right? right? But that doesn't mean we got to go on and on and on right. about it.
3: Right. Any ideas or coaching on that? Um, what I can say is, especially with my interview, when I was interviewed by Judy Otto, was that uh, just to be honest. And by the reason why I was honest is because I looked at the place of work where I was applying for, and everybody that was working there has similar situations as me or are in the same boat as me
0: and this is pallet recycling and judy is jeff's better half and the 99 percent owner so yeah
3: you know where the power you found out right where the power is right right right. so (laughs) and even times after that judy has always told me to be honest you know and that's what i as an individual look for and try to be that way yeah um A lot of the times were, but let's get back to how I first felt. Yeah, please, please. Looking for jobs, that was the one question that was frying the most, where, you know, are you a felony? How can you explain this? What was your background? Da-da-da-da, whatever. But given a chance from my workplace right now, has given me the opportunity to not feel that way anymore. But to be honest, and if they don't like you for who you are as an individual, then forget it because there's always somebody out there that's going to accept you for who you are.
0: So not kind of get so... Much expectations on one thing right, that it right, gets worse. But right. realize, right, Jeff, there are jobs available. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. find a place. We talk about that a lot, Pastor Dwight. Yep. Best fit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Find your Goldilocks zone. Right. That's an old story I'd the as a yeah. kid, but where you yeah. plug in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Now,
1: if you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. We come to you on AM 980, The Mission, The Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Today you're listening to Providing Coaching on Becoming a Most Valued Employee with Pia and Jeff Otto of Palette Recycling. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. And we appreciate everybody and your support and your prayers for this ministry and sharing the radio station shows and podcasts with people. Now, today, Jeff, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you were looking for in Pia, and what were the things that he did that most got your attention, and, and how did he stand out?
2: Yeah, Judy would have been the one that hired him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. But um, I can remember, and I think I talked about this last time, because Pia had told me it was okay if I used him as an example when I was yeah. here before. And uh, so in his first jobs, I don't remember there, but as soon as he took over an area, which is we call Lumber Recovery immediately I started hearing from all the different people, oh, my goodness, how clean and orderly it was, how he hmm. was straightening things out, and how he was on top of what he was doing there and that he was getting the people's attention that worked for him in that department. So that's the kind of thing I would hear from the other people in the company. And that it,
0: word gets around. Absolutely, right away. I mean, Small the, company yeah, or big company. It, yeah, it, it. it's always been that
2: way. The, the, the ones that shine, you hear about them right away. Be, uh, you know, uh, you don't hear about the ones that don't. You just, say, oh look, we got a good one. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay.
0: That's so. a that's a powerful line. <laughs> it and, is. And so, yeah. what was going on inside of you, Pia, at that time, as you got there, and it was kind of dirty? So you clean it up, or <laughs> what was your mindset and it attitude? Was... And what are a couple of examples of things that you did that sent that message out?
3: Um. Well, first, being on the job, prior to me being becoming a supervisor. I've already seen the aspect of the just my work environment of, okay, well, this needs to change, this needs to you know run a little bit better. This has to be this way for this to function, for every, everything to function at least in a way where it's appropriate. So you're um, looking around for where improvements
0: right, can be right, just because you're going
3: to want it to be better. Right. And prior to me becoming the a supervisor, I've already discovered all these things just by watching. And when I had gotten the opportunity to be a supervisor, those were the things that I went back personally to hit hard on yeah. to improve the workplace. And I wasn't looking for any attention. I was just making my job yeah. easier for myself. Just so it'll be a lot easier just to manage things hmm. in a way where it's more functional for everybody.
0: So it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Mindset. Uh, it, or just kind yes. of it's that attitude thing, which is a yeah, soft thing, but right. a very powerful thing.
2: Pia took the initiative. It's amazing yeah. how many people won't take the initiative. They'll see something that yeah. needs to be done, but they, in fact, won't do it, whereas Pia did do that. And he took the initiative to see mm-hmm. these things, and he took that action then, and that's what I heard about was the actions and the results of
1: what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Now, Jeff, if there's some people listening today that maybe they're looking for a job or they know someone that's motivated, they just got out of prison or they just come out of treatment, how can they contact you or how can they connect and get a job? at the pallet yeah. recycling. You're down in St. Paul. Right.
2: And on, on Jim's um, R3,
1: our address and
2: contact information is on there. Um <clears throat> We like people to come in and put in an application because we want to see that they're serious enough, that they don't just want one online or that mm-hmm. they you know, okay. that they make that effort. They show
0: some initiative. Right. That's right. kind of a key word. So, uh, there you go, Jim. Action. action. Right. Do something. So when they call, and,
2: I, and different people will call me, like Stan that's coming up. He's had people call me. When I, so, okay, so I tell them how to get there. We're on a bus line so they can get there to us. In some cases, some of the organizations will drive them over or whatnot. But we really like to see them take that that step mm-hmm. to that they're serious about wanting mm-hmm. a job, you know. That we don't mail out applications.
1: I don't bring them when I go to job fairs a lot of times because yeah. right. if you want to come, so, there's jobs.
2: So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah okay. so, you bring, so how do they contact yeah. you? How can they contact you? Well, with
0: r3collaborative.org, okay. they would be under employment. Mm. And my, if you hit the contact tab, you you can see my contact information. Okay. And I can connect them. But okay. I think you're asking how directly.
1: Yeah, I thought if you Palette, had a phone number or an it, address or where do they or show a website, up? <laughs> <A> website. website. <laughs> at least to get a number <laughs> just so they connect.
2: Yes. Uh, our phone number is 651 488 0474. And we're in St. Paul and we're on a bus line on Western Avenue. And we do have a website. Um, it doesn't sound very good when I say it over the radio. It might not get it right. So I'd rather they go to Jim's site to yeah, just catch it. it up. Okay.
0: Or if you okay. just Google pallet recycling. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. folks, show some initiative. You know, Google it's, around. And yeah. you just start clicking stuff. Okay, and yeah, you okay. know, that's part of the okay. test, maybe, Pastor okay, right? You test. care enough <laughs> to spend five minutes. And I, I don't mean <laughs> to <laughs> I don't mean to be cruel, folks, but it are some basics. Few minutes left. It goes quickly. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts you'd like to leave the audience with Pia,
3: coaching or suggestions for folks? Um what I tell myself personally when I was in situations where I feel like giving up is Just don't ever give up on yourself. No matter how hard the situation is, there's always, always a brighter day when the storm passes. Mm -hmm. So once you give up, you're giving up on you as an individual, first of all, and you're giving up on everything that you love and you believe in. Mm -hmm. So my motivation is just my loved ones. Mm -hmm. For me to be able to, succeed in life I have to better myself for my loved ones so just don't ever give up amen and there's folks
0: there's a lot of good folks Jeff out there like Pia and for folks when you go to work there's supervisors like Pia out there you don't have to do it alone folks you got to do it yourself right you got to step up Mm -hmm. but the community's out there waiting to help you right pastor I guess it's closing time
1: Oh, already? Do you want to mention the Midwest Mentoring Collaborative? Uh, Yeah, really quickly. The
0: same website, r3collaborative.org. Right on the front page, if you scroll down... Um, click on Midwest Mentoring Collaborative. May 30th, if you're lucky enough to be listening, on May 25th, we have a workshop being held at Goodwill Easter Seals. All the information is there. Free pizza at 5.30, and then a workshop on compassion fatigue. And that's, again, for caretakers and mentors to help support them. Some more information there. But it's closing in prayer time. Yes,
1: thank you, Pia. Thank you, Jeff, for coming in. Thank you, everybody, for for listening today. You've been listening to Prison Transformation Radio. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM980, The Mission. I'm Pastor Dwight with the Prison Mission Association and my co-host here, Jim Moore, with the R3 Collaborative. Help us spread the word about Prison Transformation Radio and our podcasts are available on am980themission.com. We also need your support in funding this program and our work. You can find out more about how to make a donation at r3collaborative.org. That's the number R, then the number three, sorry, the letter R, then the number three collaborative org lord, so let's close in prayer lord we just thank you for this opportunity to get together and uh, share how you're working and providing jobs for those coming out of prison and coming out of treatment thank you for jeff and for pia and then the work that they're doing and continue to bless them and i pray for anyone listening today on the broadcast that needs to reach out would we'll be able to do that today and transform their lives we pray this in jesus name amen
0: amen god bless you folks
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, everybody, and we'll see everybody next week.